sensation and sound is helpful to stimulate around the eyes. Greatest and greatest wellness trends, treatments, and experience. Work that Magnesium is naturally found in foods like. This is the Well and Good podcast. Tune in to find the wellness that fits your frequency. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Ella Dev, and this is the Well and Good Podcast. Right now, everyone I know is feeling the strain of their expanding social calendars. With music festivals very much back on, hurry up, get your tickets now before they sell out, and cross-country weddings, baby showers, and countless other milestone celebrations to commemorate, I've run out of colors to coordinate my calendar with. My Instagram is positively overflowing with capital E, events, but... As the world opens back up and restrictions lift, then vaguely unlift, the art of etiquette and attendance has never been so complicated. For example, this morning, I just got back from a 10-day trip to Greece. I walked back into my local coffee shop. Before I left for my trip, we were mask-free, ordering coffee, smiling at one another. This morning, after that 10-day trip, I walked in, maskless, and everybody else there was back in masks again. Was I an asshole for not wearing a mask? I just want to know how to operate so I don't have to be stressed and anxious every time I order a cup of coffee. That, to me, is well-being. Etiquette is really important because at the core, beyond just saying please and thank you and remembering to invite the right people to your events and send thank you notes, etiquette is about providing those around you with a social grace that makes them feel comfortable. It gives us rules to interact with one another. It creates smoother and easier interactions with close friends and strangers alike. It gives us a kind of roadmap that we need to navigate the end of this pandemic. As the world slowly opens up, a lot of our social norms have been undone and rewritten. And as we decide how to re-enter the world safely without offending anyone, I feel like we need a whole new set of etiquette written for us. So today, I'm talking with experts in both etiquette and events to figure out how we can safely and healthfully and not offensively navigate the reopening of a world of events, weddings, and everything in between in the coming months with the goal of alleviating as much stress and anxiety and awkwardness as possible. The moment we were told that, hey, you know, it might not be the best idea to shake hands with people. Instead, let's try these alternative uh, options. That's where it started for me. This darn pandemic it has really taken on a life of its own. That's Elaine Swan, an etiquette expert. And pandemic it 
is a term she coined to describe the way people are interacting with one another as a result of the pandemic. I am a lifestyle and etiquette expert and the founder of the Swan School of Protocol. We're an etiquette training institute based in Southern California. And I got started by being a student of etiquette. Growing up, I was very shy and uh, my mom thought that etiquette school would be something that could help me to break out of my shyness. And, and I actually really did enjoy this school. Etiquette is really about putting others at ease. We perform etiquette by using what I like to refer to as three core values, which is respect, honesty, and consideration. Etiquette matters because how we show up in the world can dictate how we interact and are treated by others. I've spent this last year really doing an incredible amount of research and study uh, that included even surveys and interviewing people and so forth to really come up with the answers that were having to be shared on the fly as things happen. I mean, we went from whether or not it's okay to not shake someone's hand to we had no idea that we were going to have to mask up and then actually ask people to keep their distance from us. And what's the etiquette around this? We kind of like to talk about this time as like the great reset. I think consumers and all of us, right, are developing new habits, new behaviors, and new mindsets. And there's no doubt that that impacts events. That's Lauren Gus. She's the EVP of business leadership at Superfly. Superfly has produced and ideated some of our favorite events like Outside Lands in San Francisco, Bonnaroo in Tennessee, and BravoCon. So we're an entertainment company. We have a couple different facets of our business. A lot of it centers around live experience. Now that we have mass availability of the vaccination, I think we're really shifting and turning a corner. Obviously, there's things like variants and things that will impact that, but everything is looking really positive. And I think you're seeing emphasis on that recovery from local governments, which has a huge impact on what's allowed to happen. I'm sure you're excited the world is opening up as well. Very. On a personal level and a professional. I'm actually going to my first real concert tonight. Wow. Where, where are you going? What are you seeing? I'm seeing Trey from the band Fish at the Beacon. Cool. Fully vaccinated. Vaccinated only event. That's um, awesome. What did you do to prepare? I actually had to check their bag policy. Like yeah. It's a music venue that I've been to before. And I was like, can I bring my, because I'm at the office. I was like, can I bring my bag? Do I need to bring a smaller purse? Like just all these things that were so normal and familiar pre-pandemic that now I have to like revisit. But yeah, so I have my vaccination card and my smaller purse that's allowed inside the venue. That was really it to prepare outside of making plans to meet up with friends to get drinks before. Wow. I am so jealous. I wish I was coming with you. <laughs> it gets really tricky. If you had to put together, like I'm attending a live event checklist, I'm traveling yeah. for it. So maybe I'm not like super familiar with the state regulations and the place I'm traveling to. Yeah. What would be on that checklist? First is like checking the website, the social media, whatever communications are coming from the event. Because what's hard right now is there isn't a national expectation or a national mandate on how these are conducted. And even within that, even within the same city, right, it's changing constantly. So I think it's really important as an attendee that you are checking in and reading all those materials and understanding what's expected. It's like remembering what it's like to attend an event. Obviously, there's the, do you have your mask and things like that? And I think we're still rolling out what the protocols are for outside lands. But there's also just like a 
remembering what it's like to attend a festival, if that's something you normally do, or attend a sporting event? And what was your normal process outside of anything COVID related? Mm. It's just getting back into that mindset of like, what are you carrying with you? What's in your bag? What are you going to wear? Who are you meeting up with? Who do you want to see? What artists are playing? Like just remembering what it's like to prepare for an experience. It's definitely hard to remember how to prepare for an experience and even harder to remember how to plan an experience. During my conversations, I couldn't resist asking for help for one of my own important life events coming up, my wedding. What learnings do you think we can take from the way large-scale events have figured out how to operate, how to do it safely, into our own smaller events? Asking for a friend who might be engaged, that might be me. (laughs) (laughs) Congrats. Um, Yeah, that's a great question. I think you can see like the norms and the policies around social distancing and things like that. I think also like it's more normal now to provide like hand sanitizer and things like that. Just taking those, having the safety precautions in place and also available to your attendees. It's really about making people feel comfortable when it's a smaller event or a personal event, right? So I think understanding the mindset of people that are coming to your experience and what's going to make them feel most comfortable and have a positive experience while they're there. So it could vary. But again, like letting people sit with their smaller group, if it's a wedding, providing things like hand sanitizer or a mask on the table, if that's going to make people feel comfortable. And in the spirit of making everyone comfortable, I had to ask, is it appropriate to ask your guests to show proof of vaccination in order to attend? Elaine says, As a host, you always want to put yourself in a position to care for your guests. And you want to care for the guests as a whole, the ones who are vaccinated and the ones who are not. So first and foremost, it is appropriate to do because this is our new world that we live in. One of the things you can do is share that information on the actual invitation itself. So when you send out the invitation, tell people what your intent is. So if you say, I only want to have folks who are fully vaccinated because of the way we're going to interact with one another while we're there, and it is my desire to protect everyone. So as the host, I'd like to make sure that I do my due diligence. So we're asking that everyone please share their proof of vaccination through this means and you give them some sort of means to do so. It can be anything as simple as asking them to take a photo of it and sending it to the wedding coordinator. The other thing you can do is make it fun by saying, hey, here's the invitation and when you come, bring your card and when you bring your card, you can have kind of a signature drink. You know, they show their card, you hand over their vaccine drink, you know, some sort of little, you know, vaccinator or something like that. (laughs) So you can approach it from a lighthearted perspective, but definitely I would say put it in the invitation and just let folks know. What are your thoughts on these people who are doing like I wear a pink sticker if I'm ready to hug and dance up close. I wear a yellow sticker if I want a little bit of space. And I wear a red sticker if I want lots of space. Do you think that's polite? As far as the host is concerned, bottom line is just to say, look, it's going to be a mixed crowd, meaning there are people who are vaccinated and people who are not. And if you're comfortable to come, come, but this is what we're going to do. I don't think we should start labeling people and and that sort of thing, because I believe that that sort of thing can open up all sorts of, of, of negative type interactions with one another. Okay, so labeling people may be a no go in Elaine's book, but eventually we might find ourselves in a situation that separates the vaxxed 
from the unvaxxed, an event that only admits those with proof of vaccination and denying those without, more often than we might think. What is the new normal, right? I think that obviously some of this stuff will stick, but in the grand scheme, I think we're all going back to concerts. We're all going back to sporting events. We're all going back to the things we love. I don't think any of those are never coming back. It just might shift and shape a little bit how we experience them. But I think at their core, they're going to be relatively the same. What's different is who may or may not be coming along with us. What do you do if you want to go somewhere that's vaccine only and your friend doesn't want to get the vax? Or your uncle wants to attend your wedding without a vaccination? As we enter this new normal, what do we do with those who aren't making the same shifts as ourselves? So, for example, if I wanted to get tickets to outside lands, but I only wanted to attend with friends that are fully vaccinated, how would I go about that conversation? It's challenging when you have a smaller group of friends, but we have to hit this thing head on, put forth the greatest effort to try to preserve the relationship. Be honest and be upfront with them and say, hey, listen, I'm creating this thing. We're all going to be renting this house together in order to keep everyone safe. We're only having folks there that are fully vaccinated. I know you're not and you don't want to, but this is what we're going to do in this instance. <laughs> and, and then what you can do to soften the blow just a little bit is to say to the person, but I really want to make sure that you and I spend some quality time together. So how about we make sure that we do blah, blah, blah together at a later date? It is important for you to recognize that the person will probably be offended and they will most likely be hurt. The only thing you can do is to try to weather that storm with them, meaning allow your relationship to go through its process. I think my golden rule would be to utilize respect, honesty, and consideration in any manner that you can. Just look at whatever situation you're in and you can kind of figure out which core value should you weave through whatever it is. Whether you're showing up to someone's virtual wedding, which core value is that? Is it consideration? Meaning, you know, we're, we're considerate about the time. Is it respect? Meaning we show up online and we're dressed appropriately for a wedding that shows that we're respectful of their occasion. If someone asks you whether or not you've had the vaccine and you have not, <laughs> then that's when you should use honesty. <laughs> if you are hosting an event at your house and you're thinking about your guest list, you have to be considerate of your guest and think about their, their needs and their position as far as perhaps mask wearing or physical distancing is concerned. To me, the most important question is, how much of this will stick? Over the past year, we've had to endure a lot of change and think about how our choices impact the people in our lives in a way that we never really had to before. Is this the new normal? How much of this will stick? Well, how do you think this has changed the way we think about attending events for the better? We've gone through a lot. We've seen a lot and experienced quite a bit. One of the things that I think will stick is, is a bit more empathy uh, towards one another, which is so important when it comes to etiquette and really making others feel comfortable and, and, and putting them at ease and so forth. That empathy piece, that emotional intelligence that, that we need to have, 
I do believe that that's going to have a continued impact on people. I think across the board, everyone is just really excited to get back out and experience things. So I think it's a little bit of like gratitude for the access to experiences that we had pre-pandemic. But I think just in general, people are doing everything in their lives with more intentionality. The pandemic caused a lot of us to reevaluate how we want to spend our time. That's impacting where people are living, who they're working for. So of course, that's impacting experiences. So I think that we're going to see a lot of events that kind of focus on a little bit more niche communities, personal fulfillment. I think the good that's coming of that is people remembering that experiences are really a way to connect with other people, whether that's your inner circle that maybe you haven't gone to travel to a festival with in the past year and a half, or connect with just like-minded individuals that sort of fit a community that you gravitate towards or identify with. So between the time it took to pitch, ideate, develop, record, edit, and publish this episode, about six weeks, the rules of play changed weekly. And I imagine that over the next six months to a year to two years, the rules of play are going to continue to change. While there may not be a clearly defined set of rules that help us navigate whether we need masks or don't or how to present your vaccine card, what we do have is manners and etiquette. And at the heart of all of that is just being thoughtful and considerate in how you interact with those around you. So for example, if you walk into your local coffee shop and everyone's wearing a mask, maybe put your mask on. If your friend is hosting a wedding and you're vaccinated, show up with your vaccine card. And if you're not vaccinated, get vaccinated. And until you do, maybe don't attend giant events. Personally, I have a big year ahead. I have about 18 weddings on my calendar. That's not an exaggeration. One of them is my own. Countless bachelorette parties, trips to see friends and family alike, and a myriad of events and hopefully concerts and festivals in between. The most important rule of play that I'm going to hold on to is the golden rule, treating others how I'd want to treat myself. That means asking for my guests at my own wedding to show proof of vaccination before they attend so I can feel comfortable and relaxed at my wedding and I can feel comfortable and relaxed that my guests will feel comfortable and relaxed at my wedding. I will make sure that I'm really clear and deliberate in my communication around my expectations of safety at the events I'm attending and the events I'm hosting. And I'll take it day by day and I'll be polite and thoughtful in how I interact with those. Let us know how it's going for you. And eventually I'll let you know how it all nets out for me. On today's show, you heard from Lauren Gus and Elaine Swan. This episode was produced by Taylor Camille, Kate Spees, and myself, Ella Dove, along with many other hands and brains at Well and Good. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and share. It is the kind and mannerly and etiquettely thing to do. Mixing and scoring by our sound engineer, Joanna Samuel. And our theme music was created by Madeline Lekomsky and Matt DiDomenico. Our show art was designed by Jenny Gibson and Karina Masonette. And special thanks to Jess Friedman, Allie Short, Jen Snyder, and Cassie Wolf.